Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Life Is with Neil and Veronica, where we talk about different aspects of our life and what they mean to us. And we always welcome our new listeners and ones that have followed us from the beginning. Where today, Veronica, we were having a conversation earlier um, and I had a inspirational sort of podcast that I listened to. Um, one that you've listened to too, and it's from Ed Milet. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to <clears throat> any of his information and, and uh, messages, I highly recommend it. And it had to do with something that resonates with us very much in gratitude and feeling fulfilled and happy. And we've talked about this in previous episodes that, you know, you can never show enough gratitude. You can never have enough of it. And people sometimes are seeking out how to get more of it or how to feel more of it. Uh, and one of the ways that he was talking about is in observation. And so I thought it would be very fitting to talk about life is about observation, where if you think about watching something or observing something and in regards to, you know, something else that you could think of is hearing something or listening to something. And the difference between those two is quite large. Um, so you could watch something, you know, you could watch pretty much anything and not actually take it all in. Um, and then one, uh, one thing that comes to mind when I think about that is just the habitual way of driving, you know, when you start to drive and you become, you know, comfortable driving after your first few years, you don't even really recognize things that are going around you. You're watching the road, you're watching your surroundings, but you're not truly observing it. And if you take the time to stop, or, you know, we've also talked about slowing down, and observe what's going on around you, observe what's happening, um, it really starts to become more fulfilling and you become more grateful for what's going on. And one thing that I mentioned earlier when I brought this up to you, Veronica, was when we take the time to sit back and observe three young children that we've created and they've come into our life for three separate amazing reasons and given us three amazing um you know times in our life it really is those times where we're sitting there and we just look at each other and we're observing them either individually or all together or you know in a moment where we're outside of the home let's say and we're just doing something. It doesn't have to be necessarily a trip or, you know, a momentous occasion. It could be just driving to camping. And we're like, you looked in the rear view mirror and you're like, those are our three kids. And, you know, there was a time where we didn't think we even have one. And now we have three and they're starting to get into their own individualities of life. And those are the times, and I think that you would agree, where we're observing and not just watching what's going on. 
Well, even today, specifically about the kids, is I was watching two of them. You know, our third and our oldest was out on a play date. But I was watching the two of them. Okay, I guess observing when you're talking about watching and observing and the difference between the two. And it was totally different. And I just sat there and I smiled and I took way more of it in. So I've never heard that before. When you mentioned that, you know, watching and observing, I've heard the difference between listening and hearing, but I've never heard watching and observing before. But the example that, you know, really resonated with me is how many times either we're trying to watch a show together and, you know, I kind of look up and I go to Neil, what just happened? Or like, I'm, I'm kind of watching like quote unquote, but I'm like half on my phone. I'm thinking about three other things. I'm thinking a little bit about the next day, or I'm thinking about the day that just happened. And I'm like, what just happened? I was watching, wasn't really observing, wasn't really taking any of it in. So for me, when you say watching versus observing, the difference in the meaning for me is just how much I take in and how much I, it really makes me think of like when you always say like, be where your feet are in a sense. So when I was watching the kids today, gosh, I just feel like, like my reflections on how they were interacting with one another, even like the cutest things that they would say, like that would typically go way unnoticed. Like number one, you know, if I had my back to them, I mean, in this case I was working, but, um, you know, it was so interesting. Just take a minute and turn around and just watch the way that they were playing because it's such a different stage that they're at now as well. So that was really nice. But that for me, especially like, hello, squirrely me who <laughs> does not intake typically a lot to begin with. I feel like, because there is so much, I feel like happening in my mind at any given time. Um, it's just like a different experience. I feel like in general, and I feel like you have to be intentional. You can't really observe without being intentional about it. Yeah, I agree. And the one example that, you know, we talked about intentionality in, in this conversation that he had was, you know, researchers, you know, had this, you know, study, and I don't recall the, the whole base of study, but, you know, there's a, a majority of the population, if not a significant um, amount of people almost to a hundred percent that if they were shown a picture of their own hand in a group setting of let's say six, seven hands that you wouldn't be able to pick out your own hand. Like you see your hand every day, you've watched it, you, you, you know, you have it, but you don't look at like the little intricacies like the, and again it goes into observing what your surroundings are being intentional about you know what you have or what you've created and and it goes into as well you know the conversations in our relationships uh, and i know that you know when we're intentional and we have the time where we uh, are able to observe each other in um a conversation it resonates and it impacts so much more than if we're just able to in a busy day fly by and, and have a conversation and 
we may not be able to connect in a certain way. And, and it goes for other relationships, whether it's, you know, business, personal, uh, or, you know, in, in a partnership. So I found that quite interesting because it's like, you do see those every day, like, but you wouldn't be able to pick it out in isolation. Stop it. I don't believe that. That's wild. No, I don't believe that. I feel like I want to take that test now. However, I have to say, because of me personally, like the health journey that I've gone on, I actually look at my hand quite a bit because I've had a lot of changes in, you know, the actual aspects of like my hand. And this is not going to make sense to a lot of people unless you have been kind of following me and knowing what's been going on with like my health journey and like how... I had some weird hand stuff that was going on for like a year, right? And I was told it was like eczema and all sorts of stuff. And then I focused in on my gut health. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, Gosh, I really wanted to say something about that. What was I going to say? Oh, you know what it reminded me of? Okay. It reminded me of that game. So for those of you who attend, maybe this is only going to be for those people that attend like bridal showers perhaps or whatever, but there is this really popular game. I know it now, so I know the trick. But the first time I remember playing this, there is somebody who was appointed in holding a tray and the tray was filled with all sorts of things, right? And so there's like this cloth over it. So everyone's sitting there in like, let's say the living room or whatever. And, you know, it's like, okay, it's time to play this game. They take the cloth off and they walk around and they slowly walk by you. You know, they give you time. You're not allowed paper or pen or anything like that, but everyone is so focused on this tray because we're thinking of the tray. And then what happened was they asked all of these questions about the person that was holding the tray. So we were so focused on these objects and items on this tray. And then I remember playing it for the first time. And I was like in a room full of people playing with it for the first time. And we were all like, no way. Cause then they hid that person. Right. And so it was just so interesting to me because of like observing and watching. And I don't know, but all of a sudden I'm thinking of like magic tricks and how like mind boggling that is. And we just watched a movie the other day. What was it? Focus with Will Smith. Anyways. Um, and like that, it's almost like that whole thing about how sometimes, I don't know, I guess in this case, you're kind of tricked into focusing on like different areas and that sort of thing. But it does really remind me of watching versus observing. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, it's quite a concept. And, and when you start to remind yourself to observe, you don't really realize the impact it has on fulfillment and gratitude until you actually do it until you're intentional about it. Right. And, you know, in the example you talked about today, observing our two kids is it just, you're just so grateful that you caught that moment to see their interactions, their personalities, their love for each other, their, um, their growing exploration of life. And it's just when you take a moment again, as you said before, if you slow down and while you're slowing down in that moment, observe 
whatever it is around you. It could be, you know, the nature that you're surrounded with. It could be the person that, you know, you are able to spend time with, whatever it is. You'll actually feel fulfillment and gratitude for that moment a lot more impactfully than if you were to just go through it that maybe you normally do. And, and it's, it's something that you, like you have previously just said, you have to work at, you have to be mindful of, or think of, okay, what am I, like, what am I observing right now? What am I doing? And like, like all the impacts that that moment has, and it's, it's definitely not easy, but if you can find time each day to do it, I, I truly feel that like, like the gratitude that you feel each and every day will start to compound. And we've talked about, you know, small incremental steps. And this is one of those things that if you were to stack up each, each little gratitude moment by observing, you're going to start to have, you know, a really profound feeling of fulfillment and happiness for each and everything that you've been able to observe. Um, and so, you know, I would love to just, or I hope that people can start to just take time and, and maybe remind themselves in a moment every day to just observe what it is that's going on and, and maybe pick out one thing at a time that they can be grateful for. Do you think there's a difference between watching and observing and like time being a variable? Yeah, because I feel that when you're watching, time flies by. And I'll go back to the example of driving. And again, you are watching the road. You are watching their surroundings, whether it's subconsciously or habitually. But how many times like, have you realized, like, how did I even get to this stoplight? Like, I just kept driving and like, I don't even know, like it's been 10 minutes and I don't even know like what I've passed by. But again, if you observe a moment, we'll go back to today's moment and observing our two children play. And I believe, cause I was also there too. And you turned to me and, and we had a moment of observation of them. Like that was two minutes, of, but it felt a lot longer when you reflect on it. So a hundred percent, like we all, we've talked about again previously, you know, time is the same for each and every one of us. But if you want to, let's say, increase your feeling of time or increase the impact of that time, one way you can do that is by observing and now watching because you can, have so much more impact in 30 seconds by observing that moment than let's say watching something for 10, 15 minutes. And the word like seeing comes to mind as well. Like I know we're talking about watching and observing, but the reason why is because, you know, when you were talking about that, it reminds me of these small incremental changes that we don't always see because we are seeing, let's say ourselves like every day, 
right? Or we're seeing the kids every day. And it's not until I maybe like scroll back in my phone, even like a month, I think, right? And I am a huge picture video person, probably comes as no surprise for those of you that know me. I love taking pictures. I love taking videos. I am like a huge sap. I'm very sentimental. I want to capture like everything. However, I do try and balance it often with like, you know, living in the moment and really taking everything in. But when I scroll back, like even sometimes um, like a month ago, especially like six months ago, I know you and I have had these moments where we're like, wow, either our, you know, our children felt a lot more like mature and older in a sense than not that like then we had thought because it's not even a comparison thing necessarily, but then seeing them now and seeing the changes, it's a lot easier to notice. And, you know, again, I feel like it goes into almost that saying, some people say of like hindsight can be 2020, you know, it's sometimes easier to reflect and think of things than like when you're in the moment and you're going through things so quickly. And again, here I am with quotes. I look at so many, I should keep a tally actually of how many I look at a day or an evening. Cause I look at a lot and, uh, I feel like I just, I come across them. I love them. They resonate so much with me, but there was this one quote and I probably will not quote it properly, but it went something along the lines of when she stopped rushing through life, she was surprised at how much more time she had for life or something like that, something to that effect. Right. And that's just like the example you talked about earlier today, because honestly it was just like two minutes of kind of like taking that in, but I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't staring at my computer. I wasn't in a meeting or anything like that. I think I had actually went to go like fill up my water and I just like heard them and they sounded so cute in the moment. And so I just stood there and I watched them. And it was just a great reflection for me because our youngest, there's something for those of you that have kiddos out there, for some reason, I don't know if this is like, there's any you know science behind this, but I always think our youngest is like a baby, like forever. And even my mom still calls me her baby, but there was just something about today. And I was like, when did she grow up? Like, when did that happen? So yeah, it's really just taking in like some of those moments. And it's just even like, we talked about this on the other podcast about how I took like five minutes to like, you know, get some morning sun outside of my face, but took the time to actually observe my surroundings. And I don't think I have ever actually heard a bird outside. Like if I reflect back on it, I probably would have said like, I don't think we have birds in this neighborhood, which seems like impossible. But, you know, I mean, we're, we have like young trees and all sorts of stuff, but I, I'm pretty sure that was the first bird I have heard outside in the morning in a long time. Although, you know, Neil's probably going to argue that they're there every morning and whether I hear it because I'm observing or not is a different story. Yeah, it's true. They are here, but that's okay. You now know that 
the impact it has on you when you actually take the time to listen and observe and that's okay um because now you can stack those up um in the moments that come in the future and we're we're sitting here we're talking and you know it's coming up on what you've talked about so openly uh on previous episodes is your health journey and you know it's one year that you started your impact on yourself and and really put your health first and i really i guess wanted to to talk to you about this in the moment because i'm thinking about that is like when you begin to observe or to be intentional about what certain things did to you you really began to be able to feel the impact health-wise on your body so i'd love to hear from you about that because you know we've we've both had you know our ups and downs when it comes to our health uh, in regards to just what we you know take in and you know they've had you know different impacts along the way um and sometimes we're successful and sometimes we're not and and really you know when you felt this inside that you need to make this change i could see your intentionality and the way you observed the um impact it had on your feeling like like basically what your body was telling you that you really had a shift in just what you felt you needed to consume or not consume so i'd love to hear from you now that it's been a year about how maybe thinking upon those moments those moments and observing what your body was telling you you should and shouldn't eat I guess it's almost a continuation of the podcast that we had on refueling in a sense, because I did allude to how, you know, my body was giving me those check engine lights. And I was like, "Mm -mm, I really love cheese. (laughs) Right. And that's the thing. So there's not one size fits all in our health journeys. And honestly, even individually, something that worked for me a year ago might not work for me now. And I think it's tuning into that. And a hundred percent, I was like in denial about where I was at and how I was feeling with things. And I was like a self-proclaimed foodie. I had like such a enormous appetite, I feel like as well. Which there's, I mean, there's nothing necessarily wrong with either of those things, but what I'm trying to say is for myself, I was just ignoring all of that. So I did make the commitment. I feel like we're going to have to have maybe a separate podcast on this, but I did make the commitment a year ago. I said, you know what? Enough is enough because I was actually getting pretty scared about like where I was going and my body was going and what I was feeling. So I started being more in tune with it. And I feel like whether my body was really quick to react all of a sudden or whether I was like really observing and being in tune with everything and really noticing how things were affecting me. So, you know, part of that is I said enough is enough. I am doing my own plan with things in a sense. I found people, I surrounded myself with people who are going to support me, who are very instrumental in this and very knowledgeable about different things, because I think that's also key 
is finding people to support you who, you know, know certain things and can guide you in certain things and cheer you on in certain things too. Right. So I'm not here to tell you that like cheese is bad. Don't unsubscribe or stop listening because, you know, I was always like, sweet dreams are made of cheese. And like we were a huge cheese family, but you know what? It just, it wasn't for me anymore. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Um, if you love cheese or anything like that, it just wasn't for me because I was highly reacting to things. Right. And it's so fascinating to me in a sense of like how, um, like how quickly we ignore things and how quickly we kind of shut off the observations or we don't really want to, you know, I guess believe like what we're feeling or seeing, or I guess like the outcome of those observations. So I guess that's a long story, somewhat short (laughs) in a sense, but definitely was taking the time. Yeah. To observe. And I think actually you were the one observing me more. I feel like than anything else along the way, because you have seen me for a very long time, either try different things or even just me generally and what that means for my mood and what that means for my health and my wellness, because that was my number one priority is just getting healthy and well. It was never about losing weight. It was never about the numbers. I mean, I dropped 20 pounds rather quickly. And again, like I am, I am one of the first people to say like the numbers don't define you at all. And yes, I'm coming up to like the one year of this journey in a sense. And I was reflecting on that yesterday on how it's so hard to like give to ourselves, especially because I give a lot to others. And I feel like that's like my love language in a sense, right? Like I, I pour a lot into others and yeah, to finally put myself first is a really big thing. Yeah. And I know that you've heard this from myself and people, but you should be really proud of the hard work this past year because it wasn't easy to make those decisions, but I know that you did it for the right reasons. And it's quite evident that you're the healthiest you that you can be and will continue that on. So I did want to talk about one more thing when it comes to observations. And again, um, I think the people that are in your circle will agree with me when I talk about how impactful of a quality this is for you and how you are and how other people can be very observational in their friendships and how impactful that can be on making people just feel like heard seen or maybe just, you know, you know, a part of something great because one quality that is amazing for you is just your ability to observe people's, um, you know, language or energy or their needs or, you know, something that they've mentioned before in previous conversations and just be able to hold on to that and to bring that up in a positive way to help them 
in a later conversation. So uh, I don't know if that's something that you've realized is just your ability to observe people's, um, you know, needs and, and wants in a relationship or friendship. Um, but it is something that I know you carry very well and that people will say, um, you know, how kind you are. And that's part of it is because of how you observe certain things. And so um, I know that it's one other thing that people can learn or to grow into is just the impact that that would have on one friendship or one conversation by observing what people are saying in that conversation, whether it's in messages, you know, over the phone or in person. Um, and then holding that on for later use when you can help support them in certain things. So I just wanted to let you know, or maybe hear from you, how you are able to do that impactful observations. I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like that's just me. And hearing you say that, I'm like, that's so interesting. I I don't know. It's I mean, of course I'm intentional, like with my friendships and my conversations and I care about people. Right. And it maybe that's the number one thing, but, um, it does remind me a lot of actually my work meetings because we're remote. And so we're often meeting right via video. And there's a lot, I feel like of, you know, observations or observing or, you know, that you have to do. And often when I'm meeting, actually my director is amazing at this, but there's something about being able to pick up on mannerisms like via video that I feel like is next level than in your, when you're in a room with somebody. And I feel like energy is a big thing for me as well. And, you know, I feel like in general, you kind of just have to match that in a sense of, you know, the conversation that you're having, because if someone's not super energetic, you're not going to, you know, be like level 100 and start like shrieking in excitement or something. But, um, you know, over video, it's so interesting because sometimes I'll just go or like, and like, obviously if you're listening in, that might not have been like, you might not have been able to hear that, but it's incredible sometimes when people are very in tune because they're like, Oh yes. Or like, do you have something to say about that? And I'm like, how did you even hear my breath? Like, how did you know that? So no, I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have any insight. I feel like, unfortunately, but it's so interesting to hear some of those things from you. And clearly that is an observation that you have made about me. Yeah. It's, it's something that I think we can all uh, do to impact, like I said, our friendships, our relationships, um, whatever interactions we have with people, but again, just overall our, um, feeling of gratitude and fulfillment. And if you can take anything away from this conversation, um, it is that if you take one moment every day to just observe something that you normally just watch that stacking those day after day. Um, I truly feel will will have an impact on your fulfillment and gratitude and happiness. So um, thank you as always for allowing us to share 
this part of our life with you uh, and for allowing us to just have this moment of observation together. Um, and we really truly appreciate um, each and every one of these conversations we share with you. So thank you as always. And never forget that life is more beautiful with the, all of you. And we look forward to speaking with you again next time.